Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to round six of No Cap. How are we, Big Soul? Fantastic, Oracle. Fantastic. What an exciting round, round five was. It just keeps getting better and better, doesn't it? We had our first draw between two brothers, the Johns. Yep, it was great to see. Newcastle Manly drew it out, 32 all. That's right. Bulldogs, Matt Burden, the shining light, and the grub back. It's great to see Josh Reynolds back. You want to you want to give him a bit of praise to the Bulldogs, bro. The hustle that you boys showed, being so many forwards down and being so many players down, is remarkable. So proud to be a Bulldog supporter. I haven't seen a win like that for years. Like where there's genuine excitement and genuine hope. You know what I mean? It wasn't like a, it doesn't feel like a one-off. Warriors. I'm so impressed with the Warriors. 20 points down at Shark Park yeah. against Cronulla after what they did to St. George last week. Yeah. You thought they were going to get belted after that. Yeah. They came back and won. Unbelievable. Sean Johnson, magic. Honestly, he is back. The team that no one is talking about and rode off at the start of the year for losing two or three games by one point, the Penrith Panthers, oh, they're not going to go back to back. Oh, they're done. No Api, no Viliami Kikau. They've got nothing left in the tank. I they mean, came out and belted a Canberra Raider side in Canberra? In Canberra. Uh, yeah, I mean, I want to talk a bit about that later. But yeah, 53-12 to 12 and we've heard nothing from the media. It's crazy. They didn't ignore it. They called them disrespectful and uncultured. But I'm saying they're not even focusing on the fact they won 53-12, to 12, the biggest win of the weekend. Yeah. No one's talking about that. The Premiers did that to a finalist last year. I know Canberra's not going great, but they're not the shittest team in the comp. No. And to get belted like that, concede 40 points in the second half in Canberra, all the focus was on how bad Canberra was. No one was talking about how good Penrith was because they're focusing on some bullshit disrespect. Again, they always got to bring up something. There's this jealousy about the Penrith Panthers still in the media. It's so stupid. I'll talk about it later. But yeah, I agree. And the Roosters... Too good, mate. Too good. Before we go on, I wanted to make a point of this. I haven't told you. I said I've got a big announcement about the Tigers today. Yeah. Look, my intention coming into today on the podcast was to make the point and make this very, very clear. We are a West Tigers free zone. I don't want to talk about the West Tigers no more. All right? I didn't want to hear any more negativity. I didn't want to chat about anything to do with the Tigers. Everyone talks about the Tigers. I'm over it. But these idiots at the Tigers, I'm sorry, come out with an Anzac Day jersey. <laughs> and the soldiers that are on the jersey are American soldiers. You can't get any dumber than that. You actually can't get dumber than that. I'm sorry I had to mention that. How stupid can you be in this era of social media and this era where everything gets picked apart? How did you think you were going to get away with that stupidity? How? And it's come at the worst time. The worst time. Everyone is just bashing the Tigers about their on-field performance. Justin Pascoe in his tracksuit, kicking the ball around before the game. All this shit. On his phone at halftime in the sheds. I mean, that doesn't matter. There's a lot of CEOs in the sheds. Like, that's, that's overdone. But all this negativity around them, and they have to do this shit. Listen, I said I wasn't going to talk about the Tigers, but, you know, what can we do? What can we do? It's a shambles right now, but it's a five-year plan. They're only five weeks in. Let's just see how it plays out. That was my intention too. It's hard to ignore, but we've got to let it play out. It's time to fix the culture from within. But you're not going to fix it in five weeks. No. You get, like, it takes time. It's yeah. a long process. 
They took the Eels to win three wooden spoons to change. Yeah, fair, that's a fair point. So maybe they should win five wooden spoons to change what's going on there. Well, I don't know, but the Bulldogs are still like, I know it looks good for the Dogs, but we're not going to win the Premiership, you know what I mean? Like, no. it's not going to happen. So there's still going to be bad times yeah. that are going to come around. You're just going to have to deal with it. Shit. For you the Tigers? Just, yeah. They, they might go on a five-game winning streak. Who knows soon? Who knows? You know, they might turn around this week. Um, a big topic this week. It's another bloody tackle, type of tackle. It's just ridiculous, the hip drop. It's, you know, become the centre of attention this week. The amount of suspensions this tackle is getting, we're not going to have any more players to play. Yeah, I mean, I know it's a dangerous tackle, but if I'm not mistaken, two, maybe all three of them that got charged this week were in shit conditions, where it was raining... And you're just kind of slipping over. You're trying to stop the player. There was no intention for a hip drop, these tackles. You know I, what I mean? I think I saw two out of the three. I missed Murata Nakore's one. But, like, the Dalfinukan one looked like an accident. Oh, so and the third one was Nakore. Yeah. Oh, so it was the same game. Yeah. Oh, then there you go. It was, just, it was shit conditions. The Jaden Ockenball one, the guy's hip landed on Jaden Ockenball's knee. It's not like he forced him and forced his hip body. Or, or his body on his hip. It was just the way he was tackling it turned into that. and I, Because he's trying to stop him, you know what I mean? This is the result of telling players, oh, you can't hit, you shouldn't be hitting high. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, you shouldn't be hitting like near the top, protecting the ball and all that. They took the third man out, you know what I mean, of the tackles because it's too dangerous. This is the result. How are you going to stop a player now, yeah? It's not intentional. And these players are getting punished. And then I heard Kenzie saying, well, they admitted their guilt because they didn't go to the judiciary to fight it. Have you seen the judiciary lately? Have you seen what happens when you go to the judiciary? You don't win. You don't ever bloody win anymore. There's no chance of you winning because you're just going to get suspended even longer. Any dangerous tackle, whether it be the shoulder charge, you know, a high shot, late shot, the hip drop... If you go to the judiciary, you're going to get punished. You're not winning. It's, it's got nothing to do about admission of guilt or admission that they did the wrong thing. No. They don't, They just know they're going to get a bigger punishment. It's not worth wasting money and wasting time to fight it. The thing that I didn't like was the inconsistency of the punishment. One got four weeks, one got two weeks, and one got a one. That's another end. problem. It's like, what, what, what's his grading? Where's this grading coming from? It's all the same tackle. Yeah. I agree. Don't get me wrong that the tackle got to get out. But this is a result of telling people to tackle different and tackle lower. You know, you were worried about their head, all right? So they went lower. Now they're hurting their knees, their legs, putting them in a dangerous situation. It's tough. It's a very tough situation for players because what do you do now in a tackle? It's getting confusing. Yeah. Like I said, the intention is just to pull him down. It's not to, you know what I mean? And he did pull him down, but the, the pull-down effect landed him, uh, landed his hip on the leg. Yeah. It wasn't a drop. No. But the problem is it can cause a long-term injury, like ACL. Syndemosis. Yeah. We saw the Taylor May thing that happened to him. You know what I mean? That was a bit more deliberate, I think, that one. That's where they're trying to phase out. But (laughs) you're just confusing all the players now. Players are trying to be careful, but they're still getting caught up in a bad situation. That's the problem. But, um, yeah, we'll just leave it at that for now. I'm sure there's going to be more commentary on that. Yeah, Penrith Panthers. I want to talk about them quickly. 53-12. to 12. I mean, I think if you look at the Penrith Panthers' defensive record the last five rounds, 
They've conceded two tries every week. If I'm not yeah. mistaken, they've only conceded two tries. It's not that bad. What do you mean, that's not that bad? That's unbelievable. That's an unbelievable record to have. Their attack's not great until the weekend. It was it was yeah. pretty poor. and They deserve criticism for their attack, but their defense has been on point. Yeah, They've been conceding two tries every week. That's every team's dream. As long as they've got their defense intact, the attack will come. And you saw a glimpse of that on the weekend against Canberra. Yeah. So I don't understand why they were getting ridden off straight away. Probably the popular thing to do. Like you said before, they lost a couple of players. Everyone was doubting them. Mate, they've got a production line of players coming through. Like, if someone gets injured, they've got someone ready to come up. They didn't even have Liam Martin on the weekend. I don't think he's back this weekend either. But it doesn't matter. You know what I'm trying to say? Because they've got players ready to go. They've won... They won every single competition last year, except Harold Matz. But, I mean, every other competition... I think they're going to win the Harold Matz thing this year. They probably will, but I'm just saying they're strong in every division. they got players ready to go more than any other team. You know, everyone's sick of them. They keep winning. You know, when a team comes up out of nowhere like the Panthers did, everyone liked them at the start. And when they won the premiership, they were happy. But now they're getting, they won another one. And now everyone's getting upset because they're getting too strong. They're getting, you know, they're winning everything. They're getting arrogant about it. They're getting cocky about it. But man, I've said it before. If you're not happy with the way they act and the way they go about their, their game and you know, the way they go about winning, do something about it. Beat them. But until then, they deserve everything. They deserve to do whatever the hell they want. They're back-to-back champs. I like Ray Finassa literally commenting on, I think it was Ivan's comment. The we got a thing. Oh, and, ca- uh, karma. Which, when he said yeah. karma, yeah. Yeah. Bro, like, it's a small comment. You can't just pick on everything. The littlest things these people do. They, these people are humans as well. No, but it doesn't matter to them. They're the media. Any little thing they see that's out of order, that's not right in their minds, they're going to comment about. The beauty about Penrith Panthers, they couldn't give two shits what anyone thinks about them. Yeah. They're not doing anything wrong. All their players do so many great things in the community over there. They do so much for kids. No one says the good things they do. And no one wants to write about the good things they do. All they want to do is pick stupid little things that they say or they do. Remember, you know, Ivan Cleary gave the, the Tigers fans a kiss? Yeah. You know, that game a couple of years ago. Like, everyone just attacked him. I saw Kent attacking Jerome Luai because of his behaviour, like, at a wedding. Mate, no one asked you for your opinion. <laughs> you weren't at the wedding. No one invited you to the wedding. <laughs> <laughs> They knew he messed up a little bit and they got over it. Yeah. They're trying to create controversy at a club where there's no controversy. They go about their business, they do their thing, and it's still good. That's what burns people. Like, I love the controversy that they tried creating for that club in the first round when two players were arguing on the field. Oh, like, yeah, 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 that one. That one as well. Like, I mean, any little thing they see, yeah, that's a bit out of order or doesn't look right to them from a winning side, they're going to comment about Get the hell over it. They're not going anywhere unless they get a massive injury crisis. They're not going anywhere. They're going to be near the top again. And that's it. Deal with it. You want to you wanna shut them up? You beat them. End of story. True? True. Um, all right. Oracle, it's time for the rumor mill. Do we just want to know any updates on Jack Wyden? Jack Wyden's update. The situation there. Um, he hasn't signed anywhere, but Canberra has come out and offered him a $4.4 million deal for four years which puts him at 1.1 a year which isn't too bad for the 28 29 year old 30 year old that should take him to the mid 30s which he'll be a one club man 
I reckon he's going to sign, but he's going to just test the market to see which premiership-looking club can offer him something. He's a loyal man. It's not about the money. He just wants to win a comp somewhere. I think it's about the money a little bit. He's not going to sign for 100k. And no club is being no, no, no. that stupid and no. he's going to lowball him. But no, no, no. But uh, what I'm saying is you're talking about premiership. He's looking for a premiership club. Penrith, they're not going to sign him. No. The Roosters aren't going to sign him. No. Um, Melbourne. Par- Parramatta are looking for an X-Factor fullback. They're not going to sign him. South can't sign him because they've got Lachlan, Ilias and Cody Walker. Obviously, they're not going to sign him. Melbourne's not going to sign him. Cronulla's not going to sign him. Um, who else is going to sign him? Like The only teams that are going to sign him... That I've heard, I mean, it's been confirmed, Dolphins, but they're not a premiership contender. They might win one in the future, but they're not, in the next four years, a premiership contender. I don't think they are. Maybe I'm wrong, all right? Maybe I'll be wrong. I hope I'm wrong, but I don't think they are. Bulldogs apparently are interested. They're not really a premiership force yet. To play where? Like, lock. They're going to buy a Jack White to play in the lock position. Yep. That's the. That's what I've heard. That's interesting. Interesting. And Canberra's the only other realistic option. I don't think the Dolphins and Bulldogs are going to get close to our offer. Put it that way. Yeah, that's going to be his best. The Canberra offer is his best offer. All right, that's it. Uh, We'll take a quick break and come back with our tips. Here's a word from our sponsors. The following announcement has been paid for by Sydney Body Envy Massage. They're back. We travel all over Sydney. That's why we've added the Sydney part to the name. That's right. North, south, east and west. You're still Sydney's number one? Always number one. Where are you going to find you? Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. Instagram, Facebook. Twitter, TikTok. Twitter, Twitter, TikTok, website. Everywhere. No one better. All right, we're back. It's round six. It kicks off tomorrow night at Amy Park. Big game. Storm Roosters. The return of Cheese to Melbourne. Yep, that's the that's the big storyline. The Cheese is back in Melbourne. Big ins for both teams. Jerome Hughes is back. And Joey Manu's back. Who wins? Um, I just got Melbourne because it's a home game for Melbourne. I picked Melbourne last week and actually they played really well last week against Rabbitohs. I'm going Roosters, but... So, Fair enough. What a shock. Friday afternoon. Good Friday. Good Friday clash. Love a good Friday clash. The traditional Bulldogs Rabbitohs at Accor Stadium. Four o'clock. Bulldogs coming off that unbelievable win, but there's about 20 forwards out and they've had to call in some cup players. Is that right? We haven't needed to call up anyone yet. Our, our two big forwards are still 50 50. Max King's been named, and so is Jacob Preston. Tavita Totola's back. Tane Milne's back. So they're getting a bit more full strength. I think the Rabbitohs are going to win this. Yes, Rabbitohs might win this, but I won't be tipping against the Dogs. Yeah, Cowboys-Dolphins Friday, 8 o'clock. Up in North Queensland, Dolphins debut, good Friday game. They were pretty poor last week against the Dragons. Dolphins, Edric Lee's back. Cody Nicarima is in. And for the Cowboys... A lot of people in, including uh, Ruben Cotter and Scott Drinkwater. So big ins for them. Cowboys should have beaten the Dogs, but they didn't. Uh, I think they'll win, but... Same here. Super Saturday. Panthers versus Seagulls. 5.30pm at Blue Bet. This is going to be a really good match. Sony Luke's back. Jason Saab is back. 
Tua Pilotta's out as well, and James Fisher-Harris is out. I'm going to go with the home team. I'm not tipping. Oh, well, well, what, a, what a shock. This guy mentions it every week. I'm never going to tip against the Panthers. That's why well, you don't need to say it. Just based off defense, the Seagulls aren't great. Third against Para, 32 last week against the Knights. So, Penrith. Later that night at Suncorp Stadium, Broncos are playing at Suncorp every week these days. Um, seriously, do they have away games, the Broncos? Anyone there in NRL? Can you help me? <laughs> seriously. Apparently they've got five away trips. Uh, they're versus the Raiders, who are the hopeless. And, uh, yeah, Broncos by a country mile. Not even going to go through anything. Broncos. Broncos. Brisbane Broncos. Shout out Jared Croker. He's back. So, hopefully get to that 300 game mark. Ricky, just playing for eight more games. Get him to the 300. Let him retire in peace. That's it. That's all we want. Uh, Sunday afternoon, Titans-Dragons from Seabus Super Stadium. Interesting clash. Jaden Campbell's at fullback. Uh, AJ, Brimson and AJ Brimson and Kieran Foran are out. And for the Dragons, same 17 as last week. I'm going to go with the, the St. George Illawarra Dragons just because of the way that they came out and just surprised everyone last week. And the outs for the Titans are massive. AJ Brinson and Foran. Wow. Yeah, I agree. I think the Dragons will win, but it'll be a high-scoring affair. Can't wait. Sunday night from McDonald Jones Stadium, Knights versus Warriors. Really good matchup, this. Nick Corey's out for Warriors. Gamble's out for the Knights. Kurt Mann returns on the bench for the Knights. I'm going to go with the Newcastle Knights due to it's a home game for Newcastle. Yeah, I mean, both teams defensively aren't great, let's be real, but they're probably the gutsiest teams this year. I think the Warriors can outclass them. Um, The last game, Easter Monday, traditional clash. The Tigers, the winless, hapless Tigers versus the Eels, who aren't great as well. You're forgetting one thing. Tigers beat Para last year by one point in the Easter Monday clash. Who who kicked the field goal? Jackson Hastings. He's not there. You think Adam Dewey can't kick a field goal? Adam Adam Dewey can't pass right now. Tigers, Dewey goes back to 5'8". Short-lived stint there, a fullback for him. Charlie Staines to fullback. For the Eels, big big in. Sean Lane's back. That's massive for them. And Sean Russell's back. Honestly, the Tigers, I don't, I just, I don't see where they can win this. I don't know. I hope they do, but I can't see it. I think Parramatta's going to be too strong. Yeah, I agree with you. You're thinking, you're thinking about going for the Tigers again. You almost did it last week. Yeah, I almost. Yeah, it's paying well to go for him this week. <laughs> yeah, anyway. Um, the Eagles? No, West Tigers. What? You're picking the Tigers? I think you, so, you yes. Ca- you can't go back. Tigers? Yes. Wow. That's the games. Before we go, the last word with the Oracle. We missed that last week. Well, you got kind of gave, kind of gave one, but the last word with the Oracle... Any last words? Um, yeah. Listen to the wise words of the great coaches. They they are wise for a reason. They've been in their jobs for for a very very long time, and just go out there and play your hearts out for your fans, for your families, for your friends, and prove people wrong, and just impress. Just play to impress. Yeah, that's the last word with the Oracle. 
Any special comments or special words for Easter, the Easter weekend? Oh, yeah. Happy Easter. Drive carefully. It is double demerits. So stay 10Ks under the speed limit everywhere you go. And don't get caught by anyone. The Oracle stays 10 kilometers under the limit, but yet still gets booked. Um, thanks for that. That's it. Thanks for listening. <laughs> we'll see you next week. Enjoy your Easter weekend of rugby league action. It's been unbelievable. What a start to the season. Hope it continues and uh, stay safe. Take care. See you next week. Stay blessed. Bye.